Welcome to the inaugural episode of the Toonami Faithful Gundam Wing Group Watch. I am your host, Sketch, and with me I have V-Lord and Alien Renegade. What's up? Hi, folks. It has been, oh boy, 20 years <laughs> since Gundam Wing premiered on Toonami, and that makes me feel old as hell. <laughs> Because I was like uh, 14 when that, yeah, I think. Oh, boy. Yeah, that was, uh, oh, oh, no, 16. 16. I can math. I swear I can math. But I can, however, not calendar because I was like, oh, yeah, going to wait for Mirren on the 6th, uh, looking at the calendar. Yeah, that's going to be a Thursday. Oh, no, that was a Thursday in February sketch, not March, February. The 6th in March is on a Friday. But, you know, that works out okay because people still voted for that day for obvious reasons. And I thought, oh, you know, we were going to do a recap podcast of the first two episodes but making it just the first episode is fine i there's probably a lot to talk about regarding everything else in the first you know introductory episode anyway so uh that's that's what we're doing here so i mean i don't know Gundam Wing was just about to get pulled off of hulu and then they decided to re-up it for some reason, I was like, oh, hey, the Gundam Wing is still on Hulu. What if we... Uh, they keep yeah, they, doing they, that. they do that a lot like, with... Actually, this isn't the first time that's happened with Gundam. So, <laughs> among other shows. But uh, I just got to thinking, Toonami Faithful does a group watch every week with Toonami, obviously. But... We've never really done another group watch, and that kind of thing seems to be catching on as people are looking for ways to, you know, just connect and share the experience. So I got to thinking everybody fondly remembers Gundam Wing, right? So why, why don't we revisit it? It's been 20 freaking years. <laughs> Opinions may have changed. And that just seemed to make sense to me. I mean, of all the shows that Toonami has aired to try this with, I think Gundam Wing is a good place to start. Obviously, more people are aware of Dragon Ball Z, maybe Sailor Moon, but that's a lot of episodes. And <laughs> 49 episodes plus some OVAs is certainly a lot more doable. But even then, maybe an even shorter series might have been the best place to start, but... What I say, whenever people talk about their fond memories of Toonami, they almost always talk about Gundam Wing in some capacity. So it just seemed like a good place to start. And lo and behold, 20th anniversary just happened. And we weren't even the only ones that seemed to care about that. There were like, there was an article on IGN that Jason DeMarco gave some input on. So it seems like people are pretty... Uh, excited about the fact that it was 20 years ago that Gundam Wing aired. So, let's ride that hype train, shall we? <laughs> and uh, from a personal standpoint, 
I really, really loved Gundam Wing when I first saw it. It was, like, mind-blowing to me the first time I saw it. But I've seen, since then, quite a lot of anime. Certainly several other mecha shows and even more, like, a dozen other Gundam series. So my opinions on it may have changed over time. And I really wanted to just give myself the opportunity to really re-examine this show and think, what do I think of this show anymore? Because in recent years, we've had like our top 10 Toonami shows, things that Toonami Faithful's done before. And a lot of my co-hosts are like bringing up Gundam Wings still. I'm like, I don't know, guys. And while I still stand to the fact that it's uh, not likely that this is in my top 10 or even top 20 Toonami shows of all time at this point, because there's been hundreds of shows on Toonami, okay? Including some all-time classics. So if Gundam Wing isn't in the top 20, it's cool. It's fine. <laughs> it's, it, that's still pretty high. If it's even in like the top 25 or top 30. But opinions differ for everybody. But I, I just thought it would be a good opportunity to look back at the show with uh, fresh eyes and... I mean, it's got to be more understandable now than it was when I was a teenager, right? <laughs> uh, one could hope. <laughs> yeah, so uh, V-Lord's a newbie to Gundam Wing, so he, he won't have much to say about uh, nostalgia for this series, but... Uh, yeah, I was literally two years old when Gundam Wing aired on, aired on TV. Oh, you so, like, sweet summer child. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Alien, what 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 are your memories of watching Gundam Wing for the first time back in the day? Well, it wasn't it wasn't my introduction to Mecha because um, I used like I was I used to watch a little bit of a. Um, what was the butchered version of Macro Saga Robotech? Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, I found out about that through a, a bunch of anime magazines. I'm trying to remember which one it was. It, I want to say it was... um, Might have been yeah. New Type, I'm not sure. Hmm. Or Otaku USA. I can't remember. It was... And America? You know, years ago. Yeah, that, that might have been one of them. I think I had an issue of that. But, like... Yeah, Gundam... Yeah, when I first saw Gundam Wing... Like, the first thing I thought was, and, like, you see, you'll see this a lot in a meme, you know, making fun of people who missed the point of Gundam. But my first thought was, wow, cool robot. <laughs> War is bad flying over your head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, like, yeah, like, the designs, like, the mech designs really, really took me in. And, um, you know, it just started this whole big Gundam craze in in America. And, it, like, soon enough, I started seeing, you know, toys and model kits everywhere. I actually used to build some of them. Um, actually, like, right now, I have a, um, I actually just recently built, like, a couple months ago, a, a Master Grade um, Gundam Epion that I bought from a con back in uh, September. Ooh. So, nice. Um, like I, I have a lot of love, especially for the the mechs in general, especially with um, Gundam Death Scythe. 
like Gundam Deathscythe throughout my 20 plus years of being a Gundam fan is still my favorite Gundam. It's just so visually pleasing and it's just the fucking laser scythe is super badass. But um but yeah that yeah Gundam helped really Gundam Wing helped really helped get me into into mecha stuff and although there isn't a lot of mecha stuff nowadays, you know, I still like I still like giant robots. And you know, like anytime there's like a new Gundam series that interests me, I always try to find find a way to watch it because you know, I still have love for the Gundam series. Still a bunch of them I still have to watch, but I heard they weren't that good, but I'm just like, eh, I'll probably watch them one of these days. But yeah. Yeah, there are a whole lot of Gundam series, and unfortunately, uh, well, Right Stuff's done a really good job of bringing over pretty much everything at this point, but I mean... Are you are you really gonna pick up that like fifty plus dollar Blu-ray of some random Gundam show you've never seen before just to try it out? I wish they would stream more of these so you could, you know, have a taste before you dive in. Because I I think But Victory Gundam's totally worth is it, it sketch. Is it though? Alright, I'll give Victory Gundam props for being like a front runner in the transforming Gundam genre, which I'm sure a lot of people would sooner equate to Wing because of the Wing Zero's super kick-ass transformation. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a beaut. <laughs> Though even even the uh, like the original Gundam had the ability to transform in some capacity, you know, with the core lander and stuff. So, I mean, not really a new concept, but still, still pretty cool. Still pretty cool. Well, uh, at the very least, at least at the very least, at least the Gundam like official YouTube channel has like a whole bunch of the series like legally available like all the way through, in multiple languages. Yeah, like Gundam Info like kind of cycles through a lot of the different Gundam shows and movies. Like, right now, they have, like, a Gundam narrative and, like, the Gundam Thunderbolt films on there. Yep. Yeah. Totally gonna watch those. <laughs> I mean, Thunderbolt Thunderbolt's is good. good. Both, both the Thunderbolt OVAs are really good. I mean, that's how you, that's how I watch Build Fighters was through that, through that channel. Yeah. Oh, yeah, same. Yeah, Build Fighters. They got that. I feel like uh, what they have right now is a little sparse. Yeah, like they used to have like all of like Zeta and Double Zeta. Yeah, on but there. I should have watched Zeta now, when I like, had the they've chance. They've taken them down. <laughs> yep, definitely should have watched Zeta when I had the chance. But now they got. They I really got like Zeta. Bill Fighters. <laughs> they got SD Gundam series, not the one you're thinking of, Tsunami fans. <laughs> Not SD Gundam Force, that's not on there. Uh, Iron-Blooded Orphans, Build Fighters, Build Fighters Try, Unicorn, RE0096. Yeah, kind of a... Kind of, kind of an uninspired selection, honestly. But they do have the, the Thunderbolt movies, which are both fantastic, and you should watch them. It's... 
a lot of people say like uh 08th ms team is kind of like cowboy bebop gundam but no thunderbolt is cowboy bebop gundam for sure yeah they literally make like jazz allegories in gundam thunderbolt It's like, it's straight up Cowboy Bebop. Also, if you need a series to very quickly show you the true horrors of war and how it affects both sides, oh man, (laughs) there is some harrowing stuff in Gundam Thunderbolt. Like, oof. So that's a little hard to watch some of it. (laughs) But highly recommended. Highly recommended. Gundam Wing. I would say this is probably the best choice for the first Gundam to bring over in a lot of sense, at least out of what was available at the time. Yeah, I can definitely see that. It's got really cool mech designs. It's got, let's be real, attractive boys (laughs) piloting these robots. And there's just... It's just this rule of cool thing going on with the whole thing. I mean, it definitely feels kind of needlessly edgy at times. Like, I, like it's like the perfect portrait of '90s edgy. Oh, it is. It is. I mean, my favorite track in the OST, the one that you usually hear for like the next episode preview, among other times, is called "The Wings of a Boy That Killed Adolescence." What the crap? Yep. <laughs> that is... What? That is, is... Is it... Gundam Wing was emo before emo was emo. <laughs> before people were using the term emo often. I mean, based on what happens in that first episode, I could definitely see that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. It it, leave, it leaves a strong impression. But uh, since, since we were talking about the, the cool... Mech designs, at least, okay, I'm going off of ANN here, so I'm sorry if I get some mistakes here. But uh, I wanted to uh, give props to Hajime, Hajime Katoki, Junya Ishigaki, and Kunio Okawara. They are credited for the mechanical designs, because those Gundams are freaking sweet. The Death Scythe is definitely still one of my favorite Gundams. And I still like the wing. And honestly, the heavy arms is pretty dope, especially the the even more guns version from Endless Waltz. That is a pretty freaking awesome. Oh, and the Epion. Oh, the Epion's so cool. Yeah, they're that's all, where I bought the bottle of it. <laughs> they're all good. I, <laughs> my level of commitment, <laughs> to quote the commercial, <laughs> is zero. I have not bought any Gundam model kits, though I have considered it at times. There was a point where they were also selling action figures, and I thought about getting some of those, but I wasn't really flush with cash at the time, so didn't really do that. Oh, man, I remember back in the day I had one of, um, of Wing Gundam Zero Custom from... Mm. Um, from Endless Waltz, and and it was like one of those special variants that had it like battle scarred. Oh yeah, and then some jerk, Ooh, some jerk nice. stole it when I went to my cousin's house with it. Oh man, that is, it's not cool to steal someone's Gundam. Yeah, it's, it's not cool. 
not cool. Don't steal Gundams, folks. Yeah. That's a big no-no. <laughs> Unless you're the main protagonist of Gundam, then yeah, go ahead and do it. Yeah, yeah. If you're the main protagonist or main antagonist of a Gundam series, go ahead and steal a Gundam. Yeah, in that case, it's kind of a requirement. It, it is. It is a requirement. <laughs> that is how so many Gundam series start. It's not even funny. <laughs> I like how uh, in uh, 0083, they don't even beat around the bush. The first episode's called Gundam Jack. <laughs> <laughs> what do they do in the first episode of Gundam Seed? They steal some Gundams. <laughs> uh, but we really got to appreciate Gundam Wing for maybe being the only Gundam series that implies that Gundams are a mobile suit that is made from Gundamian alloy. <laughs> I don't think any of the other series actually does that. <laughs> Which is... Yeah, when I heard that brought up, I was like, wait, what? Gundamian so alloy. <laughs> Almost is as difficult to get as unobtainium. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, Gundam Alloy apparently can only be used in space. <laughs> and that's why the Gundams had to be made off uh off of the earth and Yeah, no, no. Tam Ray sure didn't have that. <laughs> didn't have no Gundamian alloy. <laughs> so it is a Gundam. Just Oh, the way this show plays up the mysterious nature of Gundams is almost too good. It's it, this, this show takes itself way, way too seriously. <laughs> and that's part of the fun, I think. <clears throat> so, yeah, when they... Apparently, the, uh, the guys over at Toonami, they wanted to bring Gundam out, you know... For years and they finally got the opportunity with Gundam Wing and what they did with Bandai there is truly something spectacular that was a really good marketing push that worked it totally worked people knew what Gundam Wing was it was a big deal for a while it's still popular like it came at the right place at the right time in the right amount, and it just hit, and people loved it. Yeah, I mean, that's why we're talking about it now. <laughs> Even though there have certainly been better Gundam series since, and there were better Gundam series before it, but, you know, better is in the eye of the beholder, I suppose. But, uh, yeah, let's let's talk about the first episode with the lovely title, The Shooting Star She Saw. And uh, in this Gundam series, like many others, it's all about the Earth and the space colonies having a conflict. In this case, the Earth Sphere Alliance has been suppressing the colonies and now the colonies have decided to fight back and they have sent five mobile suits, none of which know that the others are present. They're, you know, they're all acting 
independently, there were five scientists that used to work for Oz, which Oz is a abbreviation of a another name. Uh, gosh, I I had that pulled up earlier. What was it? Uh, where'd you go? Information. I swear a lot of this stuff is not actually said in the show and it's just added in supplementary material like the mangas and, and such. Or organization of the Zodiac. They're really like info dump. Uh, yeah, what he said. <laughs> yeah, organization of the Zodiac. But I literally, from Googling it just now, because I had no fucking idea. <laughs> organization of the Zodiac. Of course, Oz is probably also... It's got a Z in it. <laughs> a little inspired by Zeon. Because Gundam. Yeah. But the Oz organization, you know, these five scientists, they defect and train up a pilot each and build a specialized Gundam mobile suit. And in this first episode, four of them successfully land on Earth without issue, and one of them is noticed by Lieutenant Zex Marquis of Oz while he's out scouting, and that is the one piloted by the boy with the alias Hiro Yui, who is named after uh, a pacifist. There's a certain irony to that. <laughs> yes, the pacifist yeah. hero, Hiro Yui. Hero. <laughs> hero Yui. Also, there's this whole thing with the names in Gundam Wing with numbers, Hero, Duo, Troa, Ketra. <laughs> so. And uh, Zex. That's, that's another one, I believe. And Trace, of course. So... They like number names. It's charming. <laughs> so, Hero is spotted as he's in his you know ship form. He there's this awesome sequence where his shuttle just collapses apart, burns up, and then it's a fighter robots ship inside of that and Zex is like, oh, the enemy has a fighter. But then it transforms into a Gundam. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Now, now or something here. <laughs> yeah, at which point, he's like, alright, well, I'm gonna go face him in my mobile suit. And you know, to his credit, <laughs> he takes out like a standard mobile suit and pretty well pins him down, but I'll never get over the fact that he's like, I've done all I can. Did you? Did you really? <laughs> I think you probably could have done more. You just needed a coffee break. It's fine. Yeah. He's fine. It's fine. The other thing is that line about like, they. I think they're talking about whether or not they should give a warning shot before they really open fire. But it's like, should we wake him up with the machine gun? He's like, no. No machine gun for him. Shoot him down. But you just said, no machine gun. 
And I always thought that it was the dub making some kind of um, mistranslation of a line about giving a warning shot, but no, the the sub seems to indicate the same thing, slightly worded differently. But yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's just something that kind of bothers me and is also kind of amusing. Let's be real, it's good fodder for a parody, <laughs> of which there are some pretty good Gundam Wing parodies floating out there. Uh, Tyrus GWA used to do a Gundam Wing abridge that I found pretty amusing. It's uh, a little rough around the edges at times, but I think he had a good thing going. Pretty fun. <clears throat> so while this is going on, there's a civilian shuttle flying by, which uh, Vice Minister Dorlin is seated with his daughter, Rulina, who everybody loves. Right? Everybody loves Rulina, darling. No. No, nobody does. I still uh, keep forgetting she exists, honestly. How can you? She's so... It, she's everywhere in this series. It's so annoying. <laughs> notices... She doesn't actually see um, the fight go on, but before that, it's... Um, kind of implied that her, her father knows what's going on. It's like, oh, Operation Meteor. Because <laughs> that's what they're calling it. Operation Meteor, because they're trying to disguise these Gundams arriving as shooting stars. I love that opening narration. <laughs> very, very cool. So, in this series, there does seem to be kind of a mysterious nature of Gundams and you know, like oh if you see a Gundam you won't live to tell about it or whatever and I think that's you know probably a lot of superstition that the soldiers have but still it's pretty amusing to uh, see them talking about that from time to time and then like Duo shows up and he's like if you see me you've met your maker ah <laughs> uh, yeah so the other <clears throat> yeah so, with his Gundam somewhat immobilized and falling into the ocean, Hero lands on a beach, and Relina sees him when she's walking home because her father's too busy to spend time with her, and she's mopey about it. <laughs> and she sees a boy on the beach, passed out, and, you know, just the normal thing, and Runs up to see if he's okay. So, you know, points for Rolina for caring about her fellow person. But uh, he wakes up, is startled by her seeing his face, and tries to off himself with an explosive device that he has planted on his suit. It fails. He uh, jumps up. There's an aid car that has come to assist him. He knocks out those three... Uh, three paramedics like those poor guys they went flying <laughs> and kicks through the freaking window of the aid car before driving off in it and oh but don't worry <laughs> we'll be seeing him again real soon 
meanwhile, the other Gundam pilots have landed and started their various missions. And boy, these guys know how to make an entrance. <laughs> Very flashy. Very cool. Of course, there's Catra, who's reluctant to fight in particular. And he's like, come on, just surrender. And no harm will come to you. He's like, no, we're not going to surrender. He's like, oh, well, okay. <laughs> and you're dead now. <laughs> Slice. I told you so. Why didn't you listen? Uh, overall, I think the a lot of the voice cast in this dub can be plenty good for their roles. But that first line delivery by Troa is rough oh man Kirby Morrow not your best day <laughs> not your best day at all mm-mm mm-mm <laughs> there's also a lot of you know uh, uh, side characters that have pretty comical voices let's not pretend otherwise like the lovely General Septum are you making fun of me uh, that guy was also Nappa on Ocean Dragon Ball Z, in case you didn't know. So he's the, there's no way that can be right. Classic. I can hear it. Yeah, yeah, you can when you think about it. But then you got David Kay as Trace Kusranada. Oh, so good. So good. And, uh, Mark Hildreth. As Hero Yui, and I, I really, I liked Scott McNeil before I heard Gundam Wing because I liked him in Beast Wars and various other shows because he was he was all over the place, and so was uh, a lot of these actors. But he shows up doing Duo Max, and I was like, yeah, I like this, I like this guy, <laughs> I like this guy a lot. And to this day, I do like Duo Maxwell a whole lot. One of my I mean, favorite Gundams. He's the best character on the show. I mean, ah, uh, yeah, because the, well, Catra's a pacifist, but the other three, woof, <laughs> personality's not their strong suit. <laughs> like if, even as a kid, I really hated Wu Fei. All right, Wu Fei's a jerk. <laughs> He is. <laughs> As will become apparent in other episodes. Like, oh man. But uh, he's, you know, he's he's just a prideful guy. Takes his mission very seriously. He's like these three guys. They're too serious for toilets. Okay, <laughs> they're they just no, mm -mm. no, but. At least Catra kind of uh, mellows out Troa a bit. So that's that's good. But, of course, the best buddy duo in this dang show is Hero and Duo, and you will, you will understand soon enough. <laughs> Those two's chemistry, or perhaps lack thereof, is truly magical. <laughs> So, now we see a little bit of Relina's hoity-toity school life, and 
all these girls are talking about, oh, what's Rolina up to? And I keep thinking, these, these girls would totally turn on her in an instant, wouldn't they? <laughs> they, they seem a little contentious toward her. Just, just a little. <laughs> They're in it for that money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Rolina's... She's the rich, popular girl, you know? So... <laughs> She's got a lot of remind. She just got back from space. And uh, even Gundam can't escape the old transfer student trope. <laughs> so Hiro Yui shows up under that name and transfers into Relina's school, into Relina's class, no less, and ends up sitting next to her. And she's like, oh, Hiro Yui, nice to meet you. He's like, you saw nothing. <laughs> and she decides that maybe she could, you know, start to build a relationship if he was invited to her birthday party, which... <laughs> the meme scene. Oh, man, this scene is legendary. This scene is so freaking legendary. And... But before that, she's like, hands him the invitation, and all these people just start clapping. I was like, white people clap for anything. <laughs> <laughs> these people love me. <laughs> Thank you, Boonox. <laughs> Watch the garden party if you haven't. That recently aired uh, adjacent to Toonami. <laughs> so... What's your excuse? <laughs> Who watches Adult Swim before Toonami or after on Saturday? Am I right? <laughs> I don't even have time to watch Toonami. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> oh, yeah, after a lovely white people moment, <laughs> she hands the invitation. She looks at it, tears it up in front of her, and she's like, but why? And in a moment of tenderness, he wipes the tear from her face, throws it aside, turns his eyes and says, I'll kill you. <laughs> and just walks off like a gangster. <laughs> of course, our fond memories of this, if you didn't watch the Midnight Run version, where I'll destroy you. I know that they did it for censorship, but I always felt like I'll Destroy You could have so many more horrible meanings than I'll Kill You. I'll Kill You, that's straightforward. I will kill you. Straightforward. You know what's going to happen. He going to kill you. I'll Destroy You? What do, what do you mean? Mentally? Physically? Financially? All of the above? <laughs> Hero's going to invest in the stock market. Hero about to end this girl's career. <laughs> oh, man. That scene leaves a very strong first impression. Like, what a way to end the first episode. It was pretty good up until then. Good mobile suit fight. Cool stuff going on in space. You see brief moments of the other Gundam. So it's all good setup. And then that happens. And you're like, all right. I am on board for this. 
When I watched that scene, I, was, I just started like laughing my ass off. I'm like, oh, oh, this is what Gundam Wing is. Okay. The melodrama is so thick and juicy. Oh man, oh man, it's so thick and juicy. Absolute delight. If only it didn't take itself so seriously. <laughs> Like I just for- completely forgot about that scene, and then I just caught it on Facebook out of context, and like I I could not, like, I just couldn't. <laughs> like my sides were in freaking orbit for like ten minutes. <laughs> See, I'm not a video editor, but I always like the idea of like doing those old Snickers commercials, where it's like you stop at the end of that frame, like uncontrollable malice, try a Snickers. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, geez, hero, have a Snickers. <laughs> Chill out, man. You are, you are too much. I mean, obviously, he has a mission. It's been compromised. He is threatening her to stay out of his business. But she's just a nosy girl. It's going to be an annoying presence. <laughs> uh... But I still that don't understand projection that damn is so, so good. <laughs> For someone who's supposed to be undercovers, like, he's not really doing a good job, though. Oh, no, no, no. He's terrible. He's terrible with that. He's terrible at not being seen. He's terrible at people not seeing his face. And he's also terrible at killing himself. <laughs> he's just, he's just no good. But other than that, he's, like, perfect. Oh yeah, he um, he he doesn't have a subtle bone in his body. <laughs> the part where he just busts out laughing after killing those guys, though. <laughs> I mean, he enjoys his work. Yeah, you get, I gotta find some passion somewhere. He's a little, a little sadistic. That was also something that immediately drew me in back in the day. Like, oh, oh he's enjoying this. Meanwhile, you got Zex, who is already a pretty compelling antagonist, because you can see that he does things a little differently from his fellow military folks and uh, subordinates. They're like, well, why don't you try and use our latest model? It's like, no, I'm going to give him my best. (laughs) Oh, yeah, this guy. This guy knows what's up. Of course, eventually he will get highly advanced mobile suits, but also a arguably less advanced mobile suit, but still pretty kick-ass one. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to say too much, but uh, yeah, strong first impression for that first episode, I have to say, strong first impression. Any other thoughts? Like one of the things I still don't understand, just that one part after Hero just fucking runs away and then Relina just sits there and just introduces herself to, like, literally no one. Uh, yeah, I think she was, like, trying to play that out in her head. Like, oh, hi, I'm Relina. What's your name? And all I can say to that is, girl, nobody cares. <laughs> Get out of your I own like, head. I like- 
all serious and stuff too, and I'm just like. <laughs> It kind of reminded me of that scene before that, like, when she's on, like, the rooftop and she's, like, venting about her father. I think she just, like, she's trying to, like, express her emotions, like, so that she's not just, like, bottling them up. Yeah, because when she's in the presence of company, she obviously keeps things bottled up, buttoned down, whatever word you want to say. And then... Saying that she's a basic white girl, okay. Yeah, and then she uh, really vents to herself. <laughs> and, like, thinks to herself a lot. My gosh, she's always monologuing in her head. <laughs> well, somebody's got to talk, because a lot of these Gundam pilots don't do much talking. <laughs> well, I mean, you're not wrong there. <laughs> Unfortunately, you're not wrong there. <laughs> no need for idle chatter. That's why Duo's the best, because he actually talks. <laughs> he actually doesn't have... Keeping it real. And, and he doesn't have the personality of a goddamn empty paint bucket. Yeah. Also, he's actually pretty good at concealing himself in plain sight. <laughs> Something the rest of them could probably learn. <laughs> so, so far, so good. I think whenever I try to rewatch this show, I tend to throw on the DVD and get through the first DVD. And that's like the first five episodes, depending on which version of the DVD you have. And then I usually don't make it beyond that. So I am looking forward to getting to stuff that I haven't watched in years. <laughs> <laughs> Even when I first saw the show, and then there would be, like, Toonami promos and music videos and such, and I'd be like, when did that happen? <laughs> I'm confident that I've seen more than enough of the show to know most of the things that happened in it. Of course, I couldn't really name them off the top of my head now, because I haven't thought about it in so very, very long. But, uh, yeah, there's a... Um, it's a lot of twists. <laughs> Some more ridiculously stupid than others. <laughs> that is something I did want to talk about. Um, I didn't pay a whole lot of attention to various shows that would have uh, actually shown me animated series that did this before. But when I first saw Gundam Wing, it was one of the first animated series that I saw that had a building story and had a lot of twists and double crosses and all these kind of story elements and melodrama. Like, if I had paid good attention to Gargoyles, I would have... This wouldn't be news to me, <laughs> but I didn't. I, I saw some of Gargoyles, but did not see nearly enough of it. I am ashamed, as I do love Greg Wiseman stuff. Certainly Spectacular Spider-Man and Young Justice. But, uh, yeah, at the time, you know, I did not really see shows that came out before Gundam Wing that 
would have really brought these kind of things to the table. And another thing was, this was one of the first shows, if not the first show, that made me think, who's the bad guy here? <laughs> it's not really clear. Each of them have fairly reasonable motivations for what they do. But uh, is is the Earth Alliance wrong? Is Oz wrong? Is uh, that's actually both are the same thing? Uh, is are the colonies wrong? Maybe. Is there an all the above option? It's it's interesting, and I I think people come to different conclusions, but at the time it was definitely one of the first shows, and I was like, who's the bad guy? I don't know. This is interesting. There's levels of gray here as opposed to just black and white. Like, I'm used to things like Power Rangers. <laughs> okay? <laughs> and Ninja Turtles. And, uh, I mean, the X-Men had some gray in there, but still, I mean, it, the X-Men are the good guys. Come on. <laughs> so, that was very compelling to me back then, and is still compelling to me now, because I appreciate a story with those kinds of levels, but I don't know. We'll, we'll see how well this holds up in the modern day. I'm fairly confident that Gundams like Double O and Iron Blooded Orphans did the Gundam Wing thing better, but we'll see. Maybe, maybe my opinion will change in that regard. And I hope you all will join me as we continue this journey. So uh, that's that's it for this week, I'd say. We just covered the one episode and gave some general thoughts on the series. In the coming weeks, we will be covering five episodes, which may seem like a lot, but I, I think it's doable. <laughs> we probably don't be expecting, like, two-hour-long podcasts, okay? <laughs> we ain't got time for that. It's gonna be pretty brief with thoughts, you know, highlights that happened in the various episodes and major story points. So, I mean, the whole point is that you watch along with us and then we have a conversation about it. So, also, for sure, send us your emails. You can... Email me at sketch at tsunamifaithful.com or my other emails, sketchcartoonguy at gmail.com. And you can email the podcast at podcast at tsunamifaithful.com. It's a whole lot of at tsunamifaithful.coms. <laughs> and hopefully you will join in the conversation and uh, tweet along or just watch along. Join in the fun, folks. You guys... Did you, have a, did you have a hashtag for the thing? Oh, yeah. For sure. <laughs> yeah, the hashtag is hashtag Gundam Wing Group Watch, which I would like to abbreviate to GWGW just because you can, but that would probably be a little too uh, vague <laughs> for people. So hashtag Gundam Wing Group Watch, and uh, hopefully 
it catches on. You guys want to tell them where they can find you? Okay. <laughs> you can find me, Alien Renegade, on Twitter, at Alien Renegade. I'm back to making videos on my YouTube channel, Alien Renegade Videos, and you can also check out my music on every major streaming service. Just look up Amperin. Mm. And be Lord. Yeah, people can find me on Twitter at VLORDGTZ. I'm usually on there just talking about manga or really whatever I'm up to. Usually not sleeping. That's my kind of natural state. <laughs> but aside from that, I also write manga reviews over on all-comic.com. And I also write uh, articles and other reviews on TanamiFaithful.com as well. But aside from that, I also am one of the hosts of the Demon Slayer podcast. And you can find that on Twitter at Podcast on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Demon Slayer Podcast. And on the Tommy Faithful website itself at TommyFaithful.com slash Demon Slayer Podcast. And we're streaming on basically everything at this point. Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you name it. So just look us up on whatever you're listening to podcasts on and listen to our episodes. And also Aliens on that too. So It's yeah. true. But not me, because I haven't gone on yet. <laughs> you need to come on. We, we need some sketch in our life. Yeah, I'm running out of episodes to be there for. <laughs> well, you just got to read the manga then, and then we can get you on for a manga oh. episode. Oof. Mmm. <laughs> I'll be real. There are other other mangas I would probably catch up on first. <laughs> but uh, for shame, what? sketch. What for shame? What? I like other manga more. Give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And uh, you can also find me on Twitter at sketch nineteen eighty four and uh, follow at tsunami news where we will at least some of the time be doing tweets for the hashtag Gundam Wing group watch. Uh, spoiler alert, I'm the one tweeting. <laughs> if you couldn't tell just from the kind of humor that is presented. People can usually pick out my humor. It's, uh, it's noticeable. <laughs> and, uh, that's it for this week. That is to say, for now, I did all that I could. I'll kill you. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs>